The indie author revolution has been around for more than a decade, but we indies continue to push the boundaries of what we're capable of. From getting over initial prejudices to staring down perfectionism and author imposter syndrome, we've become a force to reckon with. Indie authors now wear more hats than ever as we strive to create a career full of meaning, prosperity, and potential. We've juggled the demands and continue to be rebels in the face of adversity. Now, after years of hearing the shouts of hustle and grind, we indies are rebelling again. Gone are the days of publishing a book a month until we drop, and in its place are the seeds of a better way to rapid release. A way that feels incredible as we build a sustainable, lifelong author career that not only increases our visibility and royalties, but it's all done with intention and ease. If you're ready to buck the system and become the visionary authorpreneur I know you're meant to be, you've come to the right place. I'm Carissa Andrews, international best-selling indie author, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Well, hey there, guys. Welcome back to the Author Revolution Podcast. So this week, I'm going to let you in on a big secret that's keeping you stuck in your author career. You know that you have the courage to live the life of your dreams, right? You've got the drive, you've got the creativity and the know-how to make it all happen. However, you're making it more difficult than it actually needs to be by doubting yourself and your abilities. Now, one of the things that I've really found an interesting part of my indie author career is this concept of doubt. When we start everything out, we're thinking an awful lot about what our desires are, like what it is we want to accomplish. We think about, you know, wanting to become the next JK Rowling or wanting to get the best book out possible or whatever the case is, whatever it is that you're thinking about when you first begin, you're, you've got all these wonderful ideas. And for a lot of us, it doesn't instantaneously happen. And part of it has to do with whether or not we have money to invest in our career right up front, or if we have the know-how or expertise to make things happen, or if we even know anybody in the industry. So sometimes our growth feels a little bit stunted, or we feel like this is the best book ever. I've put a lot of work and energy into it. Why isn't it doing better than it should be, right? And so then we start doubting ourselves. We start doubting our ability to write, our ability to produce, our ability to get our word out there about the books, or we start comparing ourselves to others who are in the same position that we're in. Maybe they started at the same time we did, and so we start comparing ourselves. There's a lot of different things that go on in an indie author's mind as they start out, as they begin this process, and if they don't make magic happen instantly or very early on in their career, they start to doubt themselves. They start to feel like what they're doing maybe isn't quite right, or maybe it's not doing the thing that they want to do. Now, today I want to talk about why doubt is actually the millionaire author career killer. It truly, truly is. And I want you to take a closer look at some of the doubts that may be lingering in your mind and then reframing them a bit, flipping them over just a little bit to think about it in a way that millionaire authors would think about them as they're approaching these things. So let's talk about doubt number one. Number one is really, do you have what it takes to be a millionaire author? Do you have what it takes to put your stuff out there, to write the words, to expel the stories in the way that you want to expel them? Do you have what it takes? 
And ultimately, that doubt is really coming down to imposter syndrome. Now, we've talked about author imposter syndrome a lot. I have an entire book that's based on a lot of this stuff. It was originally called Author Imposter. It's now called Right Frame of Mind. But in essence, imposter syndrome is actually the voice inside of your head for many high achievers trying to keep you stuck. It's that egoic part of your mind that is trying to keep you safe, that's trying to keep you small, that's trying to keep you protected from a perceived threat. And oftentimes when we're trying to put ourselves out there, it's because we're fearing that judgment that comes back. Or we're fearing that, you know, we're going to make a fool of ourselves, or we're not going to be able to figure something out. So let's twist that a little bit. Millionaire author mindsets going to look at it differently. It's going to be more like, everything is figure outable. Thank you, Marie Forleo. <laughs> everything is figure outable. If you're feeling like, do you have what it takes? Well, you're going to come up against something that maybe you're not overly confident about. And when that happens, you figure out how to make yourself stronger or how to make yourself better at that thing. But you trust yourself knowing that you're going to learn what you need when you cross that bridge. So again, the mantra would be then, everything is figure outable. I'll learn what I need to when I cross it. Keep that in mind whenever you have that lingering doubt of, do you have what it takes? Because trust me, you do. All right, another doubt I see a lot, and sometimes I've even seen it in myself, is can I overcome past patterns? Like, I've failed so many times. How can I possibly overcome that? How can things ever change when I see things going in the same pattern over and over and over again? Or maybe it even is more simply, I never make money for my writing, so how can I expect this to be different, right? Well, the millionaire author mindset is going to look at it more like, you know, we have all these different ways that we've attempted something and we've seen what works, what doesn't work. And sometimes, to be perfectly honest, we are looking at things in a way that (laughs) is more about the rebel in us. Like we know what's working in the industry, but we go, I don't want to do that thing. For example, I did not want to write a werewolf book. (laughs) I did not want to have man chest on my cover. I did not want to follow that trend. And yet, when I was presented with an idea that popped into my brain for whatever reason of doing the paranormal women's fantasy version of a werewolf themed series, I thought, hey, this is a little bit different. Now this, this I could get behind. I could do this thing. You know what I mean? And so when you can find a way to get around the thing that's blocking you and to come at it at a new way, new opportunities open up. We know what we need to do. We just don't always want to do it the way that others are doing it. So Jeff Bezos is known for saying that, I believe we at Amazon are the best place in the world to fail because we have plenty of practice and failure and invention are inseparable twins. Now, I want you to think about that whenever you're thinking that, you know, can you overcome those past patterns? Can you fail a hundred times. And finally, on the 101st time, can you succeed? Because failure truly is just you. Sometimes overcoming your own objections, sometimes overcoming all of those things that are lingering inside of yourself when it comes to trying to become the person you need to become. You have lessons you're trying to sort out. And until they become clear to you, and until you release the blocks and the resistance that you're feeling, you're going to kind of keep repeating those patterns. So yes, absolutely. When you take a closer look at what you're doing, allow failure to be a part of your journey and know that it's just part of invention 
That's how all of the magic happens. Here's another doubt that I see come up a lot, that comparisonitis, and we talked about that briefly. I'll never be like so-and-so. So for me, it was for a very long time, KF Breen, right? She was posting on every one of my books for like ever. She was the go-to Amazon um, ads person who was plastered all over my books. And I was like, just curse that woman. I will never read her books because she is so evilly able to advertise on everything of mine. And it drove me bonkers. Really, honestly, I was comparing myself to her and wanting to be more like her. So once I began to read her books, I realized why she is as good as she is, why people are liking her books, why those ads are so important. So all of those things are great. But once you can kind of let go of comparing yourself to others and their journey, because maybe their journey looks different. Maybe she had, you know, people who supported her on her journey and were able to help her to spend more money. Maybe she knew people in the industry. I'm not quite sure what her actual story is on her publishing journey, to be honest. I would love to get KF Brain on the podcast. So if any of you know her, <laughs> reach out to her and tell her I'd love to have her on the podcast. I'd love to understand her journey. But ultimately, you have to realize that everyone's journey is a little bit different. They have their own struggles. They have their own things that are going to help them to leverage themselves faster. They're not going to have the same roadblocks you have or I have, or other people have. And so the way to millionaire author mindset your way out of that doubt is to remember that there is no one in the world who is exactly like you. So telling yourself that I'm unique, and my insights and perceptions are just as valuable as anyone else's is critical. Having that mantra, remembering that you are the only you in the entire world. And no matter how anyone else writes a book that is going to be a paranormal women's fantasy fiction about werewolves, they cannot write it the exact same way you do. And they never will be able to because you are unique. And you have to honor and respect and cherish that because that is important. It is insanely important. All right, here's another doubt that's keeping you stuck. Indie authors can't make good money. I know so many indie authors who think this, And I know when I first began back in 2013, when I really started advertising my books, I was really thinking that as well. I'm like, can indie authors really make a living? Because it was kind of new then. Not a lot of people were doing it. I mean, it was growing at the time. It wasn't like it was, you know, back in 2009 or something. But I remember thinking that it's so hard to still crack into this thing. It's so hard to be seen. And it wasn't until I started understanding more about the dynamics of having that backlist and understanding the dynamics of advertising. And when new advertising platforms came about, like Amazon ads, all of those things have helped us to be able to get out there a little bit further. Now, yes, in my experience, in viewing all of the different millionaire authors who are out there who are indies, they absolutely can earn money. And here's what they're doing that's a little bit different. They are not making it complicated. Like I I love to make things complicated for myself. I don't know why. Uh, maybe it's because like we've said in podcasts before, I just like challenges. I like to try to unravel things. And I think in that process, I make things way more difficult than they need to be. Like Midlife Wolf Bite, guys. That's the title of the book that is out right now. It's been two weeks. It has 102 freaking reviews two weeks, right? I did not title that book. I let Jenny do it because I was too close to it. I had, I, I, mine was Accidental Alpha. That was the title I gave it, but that's now the series title. 
She is the one that took a look around at what everyone else was doing, how the trends were playing out in titles, and I let her pick the titles for the books. And best decision ever, because she can see things that I couldn't see or that I would go, oh my God, that's so dorky. Why would anyone do that? And I was like, you know what, screw it, we're going to just run with it. And I'm so glad we did, because I would make it more complicated than it needs to be. Sometimes we just need to realize that that's what we're doing. We're making things way more complicated. So for the money's sake, if you were thinking you can't make good money, that's baloney. You just need to be following the trends in your industry, understanding how to write to market in a way that feels good to you. So like doing the accidental alpha series where it's completely different. It, it was the werewolf side of things. I was able to incorporate it, but it was on my terms in my way. And it's a little bit different, but it still is doing super well. And I understood the trends and I'm understanding how to do it better. So it's the same thing for you. You can look at those trends. They tell you the answers. They're, they're giving you literally the keys to the kingdom. You just need to decide whether or not you want to run with it. Okay. So the millionaire author mantra that I want you to be thinking about in this case is there is always more money out there. There are always new ways to explore receiving money from my books. And there's also plenty of indie authors out there who are making millions of dollars. If they can do it, why not me? So seriously, why not you? If they can do it, of course you can do it. It's just a matter of trusting yourself and trusting that process to get there. Okay, so here's another doubt. I can't reach anyone if I don't have money. Okay, hang on a second here. This was one that hung me up for quite a long time as well. Here's the thing. Yes, it takes money in order to reach a lot of people sometimes, but you can hustle yourself if you really want to. You can do free things like go to events and hand out cards just as a, an attendee. You could go onto other people's podcasts. You could go and do free promotions. You could reach out to other people's newsletters for swaps. There's a lot of free ways to be able to get your information, your books into the hands of readers who need to read it. It's just up to you to decide how you want to go about doing it. Now, you can also do some very low cost things. And it's all about trusting yourself with the money that you do have, knowing that it's going to help you to further your career, right? Money isn't the be all end all, but I will tell you that if you want to get to the point of being a millionaire author, you have to get super comfortable spending money. You have to get super comfortable being okay advertising your books. You have to get super comfortable realizing this is a business and these are business decisions. It's not a personal emotional thing. And so start putting on that entrepreneur hat, start putting on the CEO hat and start realizing that your books are products and you are the seller of those products. You need to find a way to reach your audience. And every time that you're doing that, every time you're investing just a little bit, you're giving yourself more opportunities to expand how you then go about doing it even bigger. So the millionaire author mindset is all about thinking there are plenty of free and low cost ways for me to get the word out about my books. As I earn more, I can invest more if that's what I choose to do. I am always safe spending money because you are, you're safe in doing this. It's always a learning experience. It's always a growth experience, regardless of what it is. So I want you to really be more in an experimentive stage with money when you're coming to investing in stuff. 
and start where you're at. Don't worry about and compare yourself, going back to that one, to what others are doing. Start where you are and grow with it. Final doubt. I am not cool enough to be a millionaire. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't know. I live in central Minnesota. We're kind of laid back up here. Like we don't do a whole lot of stuff that's super fancy. I mean, we have resorts that are fancy. We have a couple of restaurants that are fancy, I guess. But it's not like going to New York. It's not like going to, you know, Bel Air or something. We are just like Minnesota nice. We're like, whatever. We're jeans and sweatshirts kind of people up here (laughs) because it's too cold to do anything else. So I've had that mindset at times where I feel like, who am I to want to be a millionaire? Like, I'm not someone who goes out and buys Gucci stuff. I'm not someone who like ever thinks about brand name anything because it's just not my thing. It's just not. But I will buy very expensive Apple products if I can. I will get the latest and greatest software that's going to help me do things. The thing is, we get so caught up in the judgments of others and what we think others will approve of that we think that that's what matters. And it doesn't. So the millionaire author mindset in this is really getting settled into yourself and saying, I am the perfect person to be a millionaire author. I have a big heart with eclectic interests. I invest my money in wonderful and wise and incredible ways. And this is what a millionaire author looks like. Tell yourself that in the mirror if you have to. Like, Go stand in front of the mirror and say, this is what a millionaire author looks like. You don't have to change yourself to fit some sort of stereotype just because you think that that's the case. You don't have to be a person that you're not really going to be. And the thing is, when we do that, when we start to try to put up a, I don't know, a mirage, I guess, of the person we think we should be, we get further away from our truth and farther away from the author, the creative, the CEO, the business person, the entrepreneur that we're supposed to be. We need to start trusting ourselves and our journeys and who we are more so that we can show up more authentically, so that we can be the person that our readers need us to be, and we can be the person that we need to be. Because at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. Like us being and really being focused and centered in on the person that we know deep down we should be, that is super, super powerful. And it's also our sole mission, if you don't mind me saying so. Because for me, it's like being someone who is doing these things as an author, it's not just about the creation. It's about expressing something much deeper. It's about becoming something much bigger than that. And so the millionaire side of things is really about us living up to our potential. But the creative side wants to explore. It wants to become the thing that is just really, I guess, powerful, that feels successful, that feels fulfilled. So you always want to be gearing yourself up towards that. It's really the most powerful thing that you can do as an indie author is to just show up authentically, be yourself, and to trust in yourself, trust in money, trust in the process, and know no matter what you do, you can't screw it up, right? Everything you're doing is all adding up in your favor up and up only. And when you let doubt settle in, all you're doing is pulling yourself further away from the thing that you're trying to accomplish. You're pulling yourself away from those goals. You're making it take longer. You're maybe even killing your career altogether. 
because those things can absolutely derail your progress. It can derail your feelings of, I'm worthy of this. I am good enough for this. So the next time you're having doubts about your indie author career or about your millionaire author destiny, that's the perfect time to stop and go, holy cow, those doubts are just limiting beliefs in disguise. They are the things standing between me and what it is I want. And I need to clear those up and get them out of the way so that I can move forward more confidently. That's literally all they are. They're not real. They're all in your mind and they're stopping you because they want to keep you safe. They want to keep you in a position so that you don't have to feel vulnerable. But guys, that's what life is. Like you don't want to live your life not being vulnerable ever. At least I don't. (laughs) All right. So hopefully you're with me on this. Hopefully you're understanding why doubt is not a good thing, why it's just a limiting belief that you need to let go of. And if you want to learn more about author imposter syndrome, definitely go check out the right frame of mind. You can get it on all the different platforms. It's available everywhere. Or if you want to sign up for my email list, you can get it for free if you head over to authorrevolution.org and scroll down to the bottom of the main homepage. All right, guys. Well, that's what I have for you today. If you would like to get the transcript to today's episode, make sure you head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 125. I'll make sure that there's also a link to the YouTube version of this podcast episode if you'd like to grab that as well. And don't forget, we're coming up on the three-day Millionaire Author Challenge. It's happening April 18th through the 22nd. So if you're wanting to dig into this millionaire author mindset a little bit more with me, because it's one of my favorite things to be talking about, head over to millionaireauthorcoach.com forward slash challenge. That's where the signup page is for the challenge that's coming up. We're going to be having a lot of fun, and I hope that you're going to join in and be a part of it because I don't know of any other challenges that are out there quite like this. Remember, I am also millionaireauthorcoach.com in addition to Author Revolution. So head over to millionaireauthorcoach.com forward slash challenge if you want to get in on the April three-day millionaire author challenge. It's going to be super fun. Okay, so final thought for today. I want you to remember whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. I was having this conversation with my son this morning. He's not a super huge fan of wanting to get his driver's license and he is 16. And I'm trying to convince him as to why it's so important. Because whether you think you can or think you can't accomplish something, you're always going to be right. Your mindset is the most critical component to your success. So feed it thoughts that are going to allow you to do the impossible. Feed yourself the thoughts and the vibration and the energy that is going to be there to help you succeed because your thoughts are your choice. Your thoughts are always under your control and you have the power to turn presence and awareness to them and to turn them into thoughts and vibrations that are going to suit and help you at any given moment. No matter what kind of programming you have running in your subconscious right now, you can always turn it around. I hope you have a wonderful week full of writing. I hope you get a ton of stuff done. I am heading into my six-week writing sprint starting this weekend, so hopefully you are doing something very similar as well. And I hope you go forth and start your millionaire author revolution.
This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people. Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast's Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks, like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.